0: Hi, everyone. This is Pivot from New York Magazine and the Vox Media Podcast Network. I'm Kara Swisher,
1: and I'm Scott Galloway.
0: Scott, what's going on today? Do you hear the CEO of Parler, John Matz, got fired?
1: So, are you wearing his ears around your his neck, pelts. like some like some some warrior who's killed people?
0: It's, you know, I didn't kill him. I got I just showed he had bad judgment, a <laughs> little
1: bit. A little, I, a little bit. bit.
0: It started the. It started the ball bit. rolling. It start for sure. I kicked the ball and it moved it down the hill. That is for sure. I think he then made a lot of moves afterwards. First of all, it was a bad judgment. He really had a lot of bad judgment in that interview and said things on literally the wrong time. Like read the, read the room that's being attacked at the Capitol essentially. And then I think he continued to do, make bad, do bad interviews. He sued Amazon, which he never was going to win, you know, for not hosting Parler. Antitrust, for, yeah. trust. The whole thing, every, every behavior he had afterwards, what he's now saying is because, because he wanted to moderate the platform and Rebecca Mercer, who's an easy target as a villain. And I suspect she's a villain almost all the time, pretty much all the time. Um, I think that, uh, He's using her as the excuse, but I think some of his management techniques were not very smart in general.
1: I know know nothing about this story because I don't know. Well, you can't because it's it's your job. But Mm -hmm. I have purposefully avoided all news about our former president, about my pillow guy. I don't. I used to watch Fox occasionally just to kind of understand the viewpoint. I don't care about follow-up. And you know what? I find that I won't say I'm mentally healthy, but I'm less mentally fucked up. Yeah, I really think there is a big sigh of relief.
0: Yes, there is. And a well giant documented. walk
1: outside the last few weeks just trying to avoid all this shit, all the crap. Yeah. I don't even want to hear about this, this congresswoman from Georgia. I'm just yeah, like, okay, okay, fine. Let me give we you the know short crazy. version.
0: They didn't discipline her, and now the Democrats are going to. They're going to, I mean, they didn't discipline her. Then again, they didn't kick out Liz Cheney for doing her job, um, which was interesting. Yeah. yeah, that that was, it's interesting. that The whole thing is sort of uh, kabuki and they need to focus on so stimulus. So does Parler,
1: but uh, uh, from your viewpoint, does mm-hmm. Parler have a role? Is Parler going to be, uh, are it's the backers gonna of Parler going to make money? Is Parler phenomena?
0: No, I think it's gone. I think it's not up. Yeah, they have to done. build, they've got to build it back up. They missed their, their big opportunity was after Trump got kicked off of Twitter. Yeah. And now yeah. that's passed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's going to – people are going to be rushing to it. Um, they've gone to Telegram. They've already made their – you know, the crazies have already made their choice, and, and it's not going to be parlor anymore. And so, I think it's finished. I think a lot of
1: people done. on – I don't know if it's the same thing. It's a messaging app. I'm getting a lot of uh, people saying, hit me up on Signal.
0: Signal yeah signal or telegram those are yeah. two they're two uh, encrypted messaging apps, and one has more i forget which one i think it's signal has more ability to have groups and things like that there's there for for the real right wingers there's MiWi, I think it's called mewe another one's called um Oh, I'm blanking. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of them they can go to. But it's not as good as a public forum, and it's not as good as Facebook. And so, you know, that's where they really organized. It was on Facebook and, and essentially Parlor and, and some other places that were just out in the open. So we'll see. Anyway, he's gone. Uh, we'll see what he, his story is. See if he'll throw Rebecca Mercer under the bus. But she's always sort of in the shadows of all these really unpleasant things that have to do with our democracy. So perhaps you, he will have some things to say about her that that will give us more illumination. under Acting Chair Jessica Rosenworcel, the FCC is expanding the broadband services discount program to cover remote schooling, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Um, exciting. The new it's the new FCC. Jessica's really an interesting uh, uh, chair, uh, and I hope she gets the uh, the job itself. Uh, she's she's was sort of polar opposite to Ajit Pai, um, so that's super interesting. What's happening there, um, and we'll see what we're going to get from the FCC. The FCC has been kind of qui- quieter in the in the Trump administration um, and not done as much. Um, What are you thinking of this week?
1: So, you mean the plan to try and give broadband to everybody? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look, the the economists did a study, and uh, as broadband increases in a nation, it's correlated to GDP growth. Indeed. Broadband has become one of those things. Again, we like to think the government's bad at at, at everything. No, government is really good at defending our shores. They're really good at making sure that seniors don't end up homeless. They're really good at ensuring, I should say, they're really good most of the time at ensuring we have uh, clean, safe drinking water. Mm-hmm. And broadband, they're, they're they're great at the essentials and they're great at things that require a forward-leaning investment. If they can investment.
0: do it, but not here they haven't been. Here they haven't been at all.
1: It's well, not- but that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. I think it's the opportunity.
0: Well, except it's been going on – I mean, Scott, years ago, Walt and I interviewed the then – I can't even remember who the FCC chairman was at the time. And we put up a chart right Right. before we interviewed him that showed that the U.S. was the most expensive broadband uh, uh, in the world. And, like, I think we were behind Latvia down at, like, 17 or some number that was really an embarrassment.
1: Um, well we've let essentially we've let companies come in that are very deft and have a lot okay. of lobbyists figure out a way to segment the market and create ex- semi semi regulated monopolies which are okay. a transfer of wealth from our citizens to these companies and yeah. uh, while big tech are unregulated monopolies that's even worse yeah. What I'm, what I'm basically advocating is that if you were to uh, South Korea, basically a strategy yeah. nationally for their nation in terms yeah, of competitive advantage relative to their peer group, is they I decided, I think thirty years ago, they were going to flood the nation. And bandwidth mm-hmm. and a government-supported su- initiative. What I'm saying here is just as like I, I, I love infrastructure. I would love mm-hmm. to see nothing more, oh, and I'm so angry. Infra-
0: would you like to lead Infrastructure Week for Pete Buttigieg? But go well, ahead. you know, it's,
1: it was just really fascinating. If you think about, if you think about our airways, how much mm-hmm. infrastructure, the invisible infrastructure of, of our airways, and how many, and how the air traffic control turns airspace into this unbelievable asset mm-hmm. for all of us. And it was the same mm-hmm. thing is true. Of broadband, but it's I, I find it just so disheartening to think that okay, we spent five trillion dollars to mostly keep the rich rich with these bailouts, and we could have we could have yeah. done something. We could have had literally high speed rail across the entire uh, entire yes, nation indeed. three times over. We could have done something like this and ensured that every household in America had lightning fast broadband. Anyways, it's our I, priorities I like are fucked
0: up, is what is gone. I, I this is something I've talked about for years and years yeah. and years. It's literally like saying to people. Uh, during the time we put telephones everywhere, which is critically important. Hey, everybody, here's a can and a string. Good luck. Like, we would never have done this. Th- these are the kind of things, and especially now with this remote schooling, like, it should be oh, it should be priority number one for yeah. everybody, by the way. Remote schooling for uh, the yeah. ability to reach schools. It's just ridiculous. It's the your same ability thing. to
1: learn. It's your ability to yep. step on news. It's your ability to ridiculous. form, even now, relationships. It's your ability to communicate with your... I mean, there's just... Is show me a family that has uh, broadband, uh, ba- low broadband that's interrupted because of economic strain or for whatever reason. Right. And I'm going to show you a family that starts, the kids start to fall behind.
0: Yep, yep. So
1: this is, I mean, it's, this is a great moment. Let's say, all right, let's, we, we a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. We have an opportunity yeah, to look at do. this and say, all right, what do we leave behind? Do we leave behind emissions do we leave behind forcing uh, you know workers to commute if they if they can be home two or three days you know what do we leave behind and one of the things we could leave behind is the notion that the private sector is the best is the yeah. best way to solve every problem. Yeah, I,
0: this is this is this should be... I, if I read one more story of poor kids doing their homework from Taco Bell, I'm going to just really lose my mind. We're going to have Jessica Rosenworcel on the show. That's my new decision. Well, it reminds me of those pictures of I'm Africa. an executive decision here. Go ahead. Have you Sorry. seen
1: uh, these pictures of Africa? Paul Romer, a colleague at um, Stern and a Nobel Prize winner who talks about growth. Um, his Nobel Prize was around growth. And mm-hmm. he had this really moving photo that he always uses of uh, kids studying under... Uh, Parking lot light. Yep,
0: I've seen that picture, yeah.
1: And that's where we're headed. It's (laughs) ridiculous. That's where we're We're going.
0: We are going to have Jessica Rosenworcel here, and she's going to tell us about this. And by the way, it shouldn't be a discount program. It should be free. Thank you very much. That's my platform. That's what I'm running on. That's good Uh, ROI. So let's get to the big story. Speaking of people who are taking charge of rather big places and someone who could probably provide us with bandwidth easily, like tomorrow, Mm -hmm. uh, this is a big story. The end of an era, Jeff Bezos, is le- stepping down as CEO of Amazon. He's going to stay executive chairman. In Amazon's quarterly earnings call this week, Bezos announced that 27 years after founding Amazon, he'd be stepping aside as CEO and moving on to the executive chairman role, which is a, which is a very active role. Let's be clear, he's not mm-hmm. going anywhere. Andy Jassy will be the new uh, CEO of Amazon. He previously was head of AWS, Amazon's cloud, co- very successful cloud computing business, which represents 62% of its profits and 12% of its business, which, so very successful uh, Group over there that Andy runs. The transition will officially take place in the third quarter of this year, which starts in July. So, mm-hmm. Andy Jassy, here wow. he is. Wow. Now we're going to get to the other things that happened at Amazon. Meanwhile, the same day, the Federal Trade Commission, they sort of knocked this story off the blocks, right. um, announced that sanctions against Amazon will pay sixty one point seven. Million dollars to settle allegations that the company cheated gig de- uh, drivers out of tip money. This is a story oh, that happens all over the delivery space. It's not yeah. new to Amazon. my gosh. Yeah, were, all of them. <laughs> the FT... What is wrong with them? In 2015, Amazon advertised a program that called Flex that would pay drivers up to $25 an hour to make deliveries that they could receive 100% of any tips. But in late 2016, Amazon secretly reduced its own contribution to driver's pay, according to the FTC. Anyway, they paid the money. It's not a huge amount of money, but it's not nice. It's not nice. In any case, Andy Jassy was not responsible for that, um, but uh, he's going to now be the 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 uh, the CEO. I know him quite well. It's an, he's an interesting character.
1: So before we even get to that, though, yep. I, I do think it warrants a moment of of recognition that mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Bezos, the, his career, yep. uh, it, it, look, no no one man in history has taken a company from zero Indeed. to one point seven trillion. Mm-hmm. No no one person yep. has uh, established a recurring revenue relationship with eighty two percent of households. No one person has had a company hire a half a million people. In Mm -hmm. one year, no one person has revolutionized e-commerce, revolutionized cloud, revolutionized uh, voice. Mm -hmm. This is, uh, as he stands here today, and there is a dignity and discipline to leaving Mm -hmm. the stage while people are clapping. He goes out uh, or leaves the CEO role as the bluest, you know, the the bluest flame thinker in the history of business. And also, I have been very critical. I don't think they can uh, acquit themselves well, gamifying the Commonwealth, some of the things you just— Uh, read Mm -hmm. about, but the reality is, uh, you know, I've owned stock in Amazon since 2007. They're the largest recruiter of young men and women out of my class. It's given them an enormous, uh, Mm -hmm. a wonderful start to building economic security. You know, you got to You just got to recognize what he has done. It is just staggering what he has accomplished. Now, now the most exciting thing, Mm -hmm. the most exciting thing, and there's an analogy here or a metaphor, a correlation, whatever it is, a reference to Bill Gates, Bill Gates, when he retired, was Mm -hmm. not that well-liked. People saw him as someone Mm -hmm. who really threw around his elbows in business. Up until Mm -hmm. the point he retired, he was not very philanthropic. Mm -hmm. The last 25 years for Jeff Bezos have been meaningful for our society, but the next 25 years could be profound. We'll see. If he were to put those resources and that brain to work on some really big problems, you know, he could have an incredibly profound impact over the la- next quarter he century. Could.
0: If only someone actually knew him back then, in the early days, and knows Andy Jassy well, and could comment on it. I wonder who that person is. Me.
1: So please comment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> please but I, I comment. like your.
0: I like your thoughts. Uh, you know, he has had a, a very. You know, he was a very interesting guy. He again started off uh, later in his life. He was not young. It was very pleasant to talk to him because he wasn't a. 12-year-old when I was covering early Amazon. Uh, very enthusiastic, super friendly to the press, n- until he wasn't. Um, and someone who really did have a vision that that was very clear, a very data-driven vision, and, uh, and enthusiasm for what he was doing. And a tough, tough guy. I mean, a lot of people think of him as sort of this laughing, you know, guffaw guy, but he's mm-hmm. really a tough customer. And in terms of, uh, we've had a lot of tangles over the years, Um causing us not to talk for a while over something that he thought he was right on and was very clear. And so he's a really interesting character, but I definitely think his ideas, someone was arguing with me on Twitter the other day, whether he was a, a visionary. Cause I said in a column, I wrote in the times that he was, uh, you know, I compared him to positively with jobs and Musk. And I said, except he's sort of meaner, you know what I mean? Or more obstreperous and more aggressive than those two alpha dogs. And um And, and someone was like, no, he's not. He's not. I was like, he's a hundred percent visionary. What he did and continued to be innovative at Amazon compared to. Any other CEO, That's Mark Zuckerberg, borrows staring. things. Gates borrows things. Like You know what I mean? You know, like, you know
1: it's the boring stuff that yeah. was so impressive. He did yeah. a couple things. He decided fulfillment used to be something. Williams-Sonoma yeah. was a cost center, and it took them two weeks to get your Calphalon when you ordered it online. And yeah. he said, if we can get people things, if we can move people to things and decrease the delta in the reward of immediacy, it's going to revolutionize retail. And it's super boring. And he spent— hundreds of billions of dollars on it no one wanted to spend hundreds of millions on it but that was just a unique way to look at things and the other thing that people don't talk enough about that's just such the jujitsu move of the ages he took their biggest cost centers fulfillment uh uh, processing power bandwidth he took their biggest cost centers and turned them into enormous profit centers in the form of businesses they sold to other businesses no one's been able to look at their their expense line and say, okay, yeah. we're going to take our biggest expenses and figure out how to make them not only lower and smarter, but how to start selling them to other places. And by the way, the most valuable company in the world isn't Amazon. It's AWS. And yeah. well, with the appointment of Jassy, yeah. basically Amazon is now a cloud company. I, I, one of the things I've been thinking through second order effects, I thought they would spin AWS yeah. because Jassy, any guy like Jassy wakes up in the morning and looks in the mirror and says, hello, Mr. No, Good he morning, does Mr. not. CEO. You're wrong.
0: Once again, because oh, you don't do actually you know, know him. Do you no. know men? Come do I know on. him? Do Jassy and you don't? Come I've interviewed on. him. Oh, you think times. you thought, I just want to be number <laughs> d-
1: two the rest of my life. <laughs> no,
0: I don't think so. I think he really—he's a very different kind of character. He's much more like Satya Nadella. Um, at, at at he's a very good leader. He was he was Jeff's technical chief of staff. I remember when he got there actually um, at Amazon. He was coming out of Harvard Business School. And actually, what was really astonishing is Jeff in two thousand three let him do this skunk works, which became AWS. You know, just go off and do it, and they opened it in I think two thousand six and. So so I think he's quite entrepreneurial. He's a very entrepreneurial guy, and he also likes being Jeff Bezos's number two. He does. He did, he's he's like Jeff in a lot of ways. It, nicer, very much nicer in a lot of ways. Very, um, he's he's different in. In personality, in some ways, but um, but he's he's he want he loved be, having this in. And when I interviewed him last year, if you remember at Code, he's he was like, I don't you disagree with you. I thought he was telling the truth um, that he he would do it if the government made him, but he doesn't see any you mean reason been,
1: to. A it. It. spin of AWS. Yes,
0: he said he'd do it if he was forced to, uh, and the government should tell him. Same thing around facial recognition. If they want this, he's not going to be the moral arbiter. If they want it uh, regulated, they should regulate it. Um, But he did not want to spin it off. I've asked him dozens and dozens of times over the years. Well,
1: so so the likelihood that it happens now just went Mm -hmm. down because now Andy is no longer the king of the north. He sits Mm -hmm. on the iron throne of Westeros. And all of a sudden, he's going to want to keep the companies together. And I I did— He did did, uh, watch CNN yesterday and and the FT, like, why now? Why did he step down? I'm like, wouldn't you? Yeah. He wants to—Jeff Bezos has rung rung every bell, uh, and he wants to spend 2021—he wants to spend more time at the Cannes Film Festival and the Oscars and not in a Senate— and not yeah. on a House subcommittee meeting. He
0: didn't want to come back to Amazon. He had come back because the pandemic. It's sort of a signal that the pandemic's over. For, you know what I mean? Because That's he did come back. That's an interesting
1: way to look at it. Yeah. That's he, a very he, interesting he, way to look at it.
0: He, he he had to come back to do that. And, of course, other people retired. Jeff Wilkie, who is the other contender for this job, who I never thought was going to get it. I always thought it was Andy. Um, uh was uh retired earlier, and so I think he was like, Jeff does not want to spend one minute of the day doing anything Jeff Bezos doesn't want to do. and And he didn't like the any well, of the political
1: Wealth stuff. you know, we talked about broadband being correlated to GDP growth. Uh, wealth is correlated to no. Wealth is the ability to say no. Yeah, And there's a lot of things in his life as the CEO of a company that, quite frankly, is a monopoly that people have feel has grown too powerful that he can't say no to. When he gets called and hauled in front of his house subcommittee and they they start asking questions and he has to think very – he has to spend probably days with lawyers prepping for this thing and then have Jim Jordan ask him questions, Representative Jordan, or – you know, so not being CEO, it reattaches him to his ability. Being the wealthiest man in the world means he is the king or queen of no, and and he reattaches to that. He can well also. As, just I think do Andy, he
0: Andy does take the temperature down. Jeff is is a lightning rod for people. You know, he's he's a character. He's yeah, I think Andy. He'll be like Tim Cook. Like you know how Tim didn't get that many questions. Andy's the same way. He sort of absorbs. Like he's, he's not.
1: He seems very likable. He seems he's like very I describe likeable. him as Midwestern, and I have no idea where he's from.
0: No, he's from Scarsdale. <laughs> he's
1: there from you Sparsdale. go. He looks like he's. <laughs> he's he grew he, up. He acts like he's from Wisconsin. You just, he grew he thinks, up, Seems like good. He's people. like a.
0: He's like a you know upper middle class kid from Scarsdale, uh, but uh, but his. Uh, It'll be interesting because he'll absorb that. He'll be able—and, I, you know, I think Jeff will actually take a, in executive chairman will be sort of the ambassador for that because people always want to meet him and stuff. And I think he's—a lot of people in the Biden administration said they've started to really—Amazon started to reach out to see how they can help. They didn't want to help the Trump administration. And, of course, the Trump administration didn't want to be helped by Jeff Bezos. And so that's that weird obsession that— um Trump had with Bezos is Mm -hmm. gone. And so Amazon's trying to make their way into doing helpful things with their logistics around the vaccine, and I've just heard that from various Biden people. Um, And so that should be interesting. Then they have to do that because Andy uh, faces a lot of stuff around not just this Federal Trade Commission thing, which was many years ago and shitty what they did, um, but also uh, antitrust um, issues, issues around the unions. Um, Amazon's been extraordinarily tough on union organization. Mm -hmm stuff around workers um and the marketplace issue so there's a lot that he's going to have to deal with from a regulatory point of view so i'll be interested in who they who they i forget i don't even know who they have in washington but what they do here and i suspect jeff will be here more they'll bring him out for the star power that he ha- has always had um and and i i think he'll be a little more active than in politics than you realize. And he has this big house here in Washington. So he may do the charm offensive mm-hmm. and so, well Andy deals with it, with a lot of it. But it'll be interesting who they get to run all the retail stuff. They've got a huge bench all over the place at this company. Not many people leave, which is... The other issue is diversity. This is not; these people have been in these jobs. Andy started when he was a kid. All the executives started when they were kids. Like, okay,
1: so the this is a we'll huge see what this is a huge point, and it's another one of the kind of boring PSA or cholesterol tests mm-hmm. that indicates the kind of underlying health of, of of the organization. I read I read that the mm-hmm. turnover at Snap and Twitter among senior management is around twenty five or thirty percent a year. One in three leave. Yeah at amazon it's two percent
0: none
1: so that they have done something where everyone these are some of the most
0: it's it's culty
1: well it's not okay but uh, that's looking at as the glass half empty yeah Uh, okay so the word culture comes from they like working yeah Yeah. people with tremendous opportunities i mean these are people obviously very talented people that a lot of companies a lot of would uh, they receive a lot of calls from headhunters and they all say you know what Looking at the people I work with, look at the opportunities, looking at the economic and psychic rewards, I'm going to stay at Amazon. I mean, that just says something about the company.
0: Andy was uh, in line for the Uber job. You know, he was thinking about his options. And (laughs) I remember joking with him when I saw him. So he's like, I was like, you missed that bullet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, seriously, he was in line for a lot of jobs. He was always, he really liked running. AWS. I, I, I'm going to. He really didn't want to spin it off and be his own CEO. So now he just waited. He's sort of like Iger, sort of waited in the wings for the big job.
1: Mm-hmm. You know how every
0: how how Eisner just drummed everybody else out well, of he there. He was Steve by
1: Young shooting. with Joe waiting for Joe Montana yeah, to just, retire.
0: Yeah, just like that kind of thing. I think it'll be an interesting sports like,
1: analogy from the dog, first he, and last of the century. He has an interesting
0: thing of what how he wants to do it and how he's wants to differentiate himself. I hope he does. I hope he has like a Tim Cook moment because Tim has certainly differentiated himself from Jobs. Uh, such as... Di- and I'm going to leave the Bombers years out because we're just going to ignore them at Microsoft because I don't. Mm-hmm. I think that was just an extension of of, uh, of Gates and not very successful.
1: You know what? Um, a lot of people think Bomber didn't get the credit he deserved. that a okay. kind of come, came in and built. So during no, during Bomber doubled they, they they doubled revenue and they quadrupled profits.
0: Yeah, he missed some turns. He missed well, some
1: phones, turns. Well, phones, mobile, yeah. social, search. He missed kind of the biggest the <laughs> biggest movements in tech. Other than that, Kara. He literally,
0: he was so weird. I told you that story. We were at... Uh, it's Good dancer.
1: Waiting. Good he, dancer, that Steve I like Ballmer. Steve
0: Bomer now. I didn't before. He hated me for the longest time. That's but impo- anyway.
1: That's impossible to imagine. That's <laughs> <He> impossible <laughs> to imagine, Kara. <laughs>
0: he was, he and I had a test. But now we're like, he's like, he's doing all this cool stuff with his team and some political data stuff. I think... He's become rather—I uh, wouldn't say lovable. Everybody wants more. to be
1: Mark Cuban. Everyone wants to be like the speaking. Which I just
0: have a podcast with him today, which you may listen to. Basketball owning
1: billionaire Mark. Cuban. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They've he told nobody's... the
1: GameStop or he told the Wall Street bets guys to hold the line. By the way, just just, just young, to young my, people you who listen are day to triders. my podcast. When someone, but I have an
0: hour talking, when to him. someone
1: tells you to hold the line, that means you're about to get a spear in the you know chest.
0: What? You and Mark Cuban have a lot in common. I literally oh, have yeah. him talking about free the nipple. There's a whole section of his his model. Free the nipple and how to fix content moderation. I would think you and he would get along rather I like well. Mark. Should, I've met him I know. at
1: Southwest. South. I like him a lot. <laughs> I
0: know. Well, I like you should listen to it because there's a whole Scott Galloway moment where I had He's to shut He's got a really down. nice
1: TikTok account with his daughter. I think he puts himself out there. I yeah, like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I'm had afraid, to shut him down. Likeable. On some-
1: you just shouldn't tell young men to hold the line <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when he's already rich and they're not, made, anyways.
0: He, he, in any case, he, Andy will be interesting. So you and I have both suggested this move for Mark Zuckerberg. I wanted Mark to step <sighs> down. You wanted Mark to, and, and like become executive chairman. i I'd put someone like Brad Smith from Microsoft in place, right. someone who's believable as someone who's not going to screw everyone and will try to do something. Um, what do you think? Do you think Mark is now, Mark is now thinking, hmm, I don't want to go to Congress anymore and stare into the Klieg lights like I'm a, a uh, deer kind of thing. What do you think?
1: I don't think. I think, I think, Mark. Uh, so, and generally speaking, I think the people in big tech mm-hmm. are generally speaking good people who incrementally uh, get tempted and get so sick of getting uh, talked to and scolded all the time that they get on their heels and they don't, they have trouble seeing their company. Look, when it's raining money, yes it, or it, no, it, it blows your vision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, a, but I, I don't want to say I forgive them. I think, generally speaking, they're they're good people. Except, yeah. I think Mark Zuckerberg is a strange person, and I think he demonstrates the behavior of a sociopath. Oh, good and, and that's God. a that's, uh, I'm the victim. Total, de- totally detached from the harm. Uh, constant, uh, uh, constant returning everything to. This will, and uh, an, an, an ability to lie. I think he's mm-hmm. shown a tremendous ability to say things that just aren't. So he
0: is not leaving. You're saying he is N- sticking. Let me put it he's this. He's holding, as they he say. He is. Holder.
1: He is an exception. I can sort of relate to these other guys, just given yeah. given their age and everything. I have no idea what is running through that guy's brain. I have no. What do you think? I couldn't predict anything that Mark Zuckerberg is planning have, to I do. I
0: think they're. I both he and Cheryl are going to move along. I think both I think of them. mm Hmm.
1: Hmm. And do you think they'll bring in someone from the outside to be? Safe? That would be. I think that would will. be the shareholder-driven thing to do to hit the reset button.
0: Because Cheryl's not going to take over for him. That's right. not going to happen right. uh, now because uh, they need to clear the whole thing out. And I think it's a perfect the Bezos move gives them a little more op- uh, permission to do this. Uh, I think that they will bring in a, a significantly. Uh, uh, not better, but more someone with a better reputation CEO,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and uh, and and that's where they're going to go. I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's what's going to happen.
1: I think personally, I think the individual, uh, and he's probably just having a great time. But I think I really think there's a the lesson here is that you want to leave a party ten minutes early versus ten minutes yeah. late. And yeah. if you're an NFL player, you can't do that because an NFL player you only have a
0: certain time, right?
1: An NFL player is making five to eight million dollars a year, I think is the average salary. And once they leave, it's very difficult to make that kind of money. So you sort of play it out until you get cut. But these guys have made so much money and accomplished so much. I think there's a real, it, there's just, there's, it, you want to leave the party 10 minutes early. I think Tim Cook, if I were Tim Cook, what does he have left to accomplish?
0: Oh, no, he's staying. He's staying. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's, he, this is the job he's always wanted and think he'll play it out for another 10 years.
1: Wow. Really? Um, and love, but Mark, loves what the, he does. the issue
0: with, yeah, he does. I think Mark him. is young. That's the issue. Like, what, is he, what does he look, even as rich as you are, and I know you and I would be perfectly fine with all the money and we'd fly all over and do crazy things, but this guy doesn't have anywhere else to go. Like he likes what he does too. And so he's young. And what, what does the rest of his look, life look like if he leaves Facebook?
1: Yeah, but that's why, that's why, and I've said this before, he's the most dangerous person in the world. And we said, Trump will be with us for, you know, the, the immunity's kicked in and he was voted out of office. Mm-hmm. Uh, biology will take care of Putin. Uh, yeah. But we have someone who controls the content of what one third of the globe absorbs is, and is comfortable giving them algorithms of amplification that divide their society. And he could be with us for another 50 years because of a dual class shareholder system. I it, would
0: suggest he takes the exit pod that has been offered him by this Jeff Bezos move. That's what I say. I would suggest he get in the exit pod and fly off and do something important for the world. That's what I would say. And then, like, lecture us about whatever billionaire idea he has and put some money uh, to my,
1: it. Uh, my or be sense like an Mackenzie outsider. Scott,
0: He's, Jeff's ex-wife, oh, who just gives gangster. away money. She's
1: a gangster. Oh, I love her. <laughs> she's a gangster. She just said, the nation is hurting. I'm not going to— Here's some money. Yeah. No strings. I, yeah, I, I uh, talked
0: uh, to two. I'm trying fantastic. to get her to come on the podcast. I know her. I knew her. I used to know her well, uh, but and I haven't talked to her in a long time. And uh, and everyone I talked to is like she. We don't know how to reach them. They just handed us the check and said good luck. They didn't have any strings. <sighs> she didn't want to have any press conferences. She didn't want to. Do, they don't even know who to call. They're like, we got a call. The check came. We cashed it. That was the whole encounter, essentially. I,
1: well, I told you my story. I about, love it. It's I told like, you my here, story about Mackenzie like, Scott. Right? Who wants I was to a, be a millionaire? Yeah, I was at DLD talking about <laughs> Bezos, and yeah. uh, a woman comes up to me and says. I think I can help you be more effective. And I'm like, well, that's passive aggressive.
0: Okay. (laughs) And,
1: and, and she, I said, sure. And she said, you don't, you need to give Mackenzie Scott more responsibility for the Mm -hmm. role she played early on at Amazon. And I said, that's interesting. Tell me more about it. And we started talking, really intelligent, interesting woman. And I'm like, what's your background? Da da da. I was CTO of Mm the US government. I'm like, were you married to Kara Swisher? Oh
0: yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was your ex-wife.
1: And we sat there and laughed, and then we oh, took a picture no. and said, it to you. I'm oh. like, it just makes sense oh. that someone that used to, used to, used to, <laughs> to, to, to mate, who was your life partner, would show up and give me shit. Oh, she, like, she's a
0: nice lady. Listen, Mackenzie does deserve a lot more credit. I, I say that all the time. I wrote a whole column. Literally, shut me does.
1: down. And Did it's she? like, I, oh you know, you don't give her she the credit. She tracks me down every
0: day. We have children come. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to go to a, a million, quick break.
1: Times yeah. a million. Times <laughs> All right, Scott. Scott, let's go to a break. You're choosing break. your words very quickly. When carefully. we come
0: back, Mark, take the exit pod. When we get back, we'll talk about Bezos' nemesis, Elon Musk, and the happenings with Tesla and SpaceX. Okay, Scott, we're back now. Speaking of visionary founders, sort of the opposite. Jeff is his opposite. He's also, Jeff is going to do a lot of space stuff. He's going to move on to Blue Origin and build that city in the sky, et cetera. Um, let's do a check in on a few Elon Musk related stories. You know, he's just, he's removed himself from Twitter for a little while again. I he's heard he's back. Tweet. Is he back I heard
1: he, he took see. a whole 48 hours off of Twitter uh, now he's, he's back. like you
0: he's like you like a lot of people you mean bad
1: at twitter No, he's much No better at just like
0: can't get can't can't quit it um quit anyway it. uh SpaceX Elon Musk SpaceX planning his first uh all civilian crew to space at the end of the year big risk for him he's talked about this for he said that this is an important milestone towards enabling access to space for everyone adding that's part of SpaceX's broader goal to bring the cost uh, down over time and make space accessible for all as you know he wants us to be a multiplanetary group of people here on the planet Mm -hmm. Um, on the other hand this week a test uh, flight of SpaceX's Starship which is designed to fly uh, to Mars in the future crashed Um, but that's okay Uh, SpaceX is an incredible success I think in many ways it is incredible Um, Tesla uh, recalls this was one again a lot of companies have let me just say a lot of companies have recalls a lot of car companies this week Tesla recalled some of its cars 130,000 vehicles these cars had an issue with the touchscreen computer chips and they can't fix it in the way they do which is over the air um and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration considers it a safety issue because drivers lose the display for the camera's backup camera. It's not the most serious problem, but it's a problem. He appeared, uh, Musk appeared on Monroe Live podcast and even agreed that it might might be a good time to buy a Model S as they ramp up the design. Um, Took a 14-minute second uh, uh, break from, Twitter, it's really interesting, you know, and of course, um, he was very involved in the in the GameStop uh, run up. Uh, was with GameStonks. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think? What do you think?
1: Well, anything, <laughs> anything. He's Elon... also
0: the richest man in the world, unless Bezos is. They keep trading that slot.
1: Yeah, that's but... that's incredible. Elon Musk has added the GDP of Hungary to his personal net worth since yep. since yes, the pandemic indeed. broke out, and like. I, I, and I'm scared to say this because I was so (laughs) wrong around Tesla, but I think there's a bubble inflating around what I'll call just space. And that is, it's exciting, but when you look at the different technologies where the hype was ahead of the reality, you think Mm -hmm. about 3D printing, or you think about wearables, uh, I think that space is, I think it's a dangerous and expensive uh, domain. And it's super exciting. SpaceX of all of them, you know, Boeing has tried to put people into space or have mm-hmm. launch capabilities. SpaceX uh, is is executing like no one's business. I mean, they have their technology. They, they got people to the International Space Station faster than anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's an inspiring company. Blue Origin will be interesting. I think space travel might be one of those things that that the government needs to be involved in? Because I don't know if, at least in the short term, it's commercially viable. It is so expensive and so dangerous, quite frankly. So we'll see, but I don't...
0: I think it's great. I think it's great. I think Bezos will be focused a lot on it. Well, The the point, point I made around these two people is that What's really fascinating is the two richest people in the world, mm-hmm. in this world, in history of the world, want to get off the planet. <laughs> like consider it important that we get off the planet in some fashion. And both are worried about these existential crises. And I don't climate think they're change. going.
1: I, I don't think that's it. I think they want to be. No, I think explorers. I think Elon,
0: that's how he's gonna go. I will For, never see him again. I think he's gonna get on. A, I don't know about Bezos, but I think Elon's go getting where? A,
1: to Mars. He's going to no, try to go to Mars. Do you know what, do you know what life on Mars? Distinctive movies. Go. with: Distinctive movies with Matt Damon. Do you know what it's like on Mars? It I makes, know,
0: but Elon wants to be king of Mars.
1: It makes the top of Everest, Everest seem like the Caribbean in a I'm nice place you, to live. I'm telling you, he wants to do it.
0: I, 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 don't, I, <sighs> he's not, I do not disbelieve him when he says it, I have to say. Man, I, he says a lot of crazy stuff and he's I don't believe him. He's way too smart to do that. I don't know. I think he's gonna be he 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 would like to, let me just say he would he's like to. He's gonna be
1: like Mars, Saint Barts, SoCal, okay, I'll, I'll go with Saint Bart's. <laughs>
0: That's not the kind of person he is.
1: I'll go Saint Bart's. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's you, Scott. You don't Hundred percent. That's you. <laughs> um, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh with Tesla and others moving forward, but I think his his heart is in SpaceX and um and he is really interesting. It's an
1: incredible company. And by the way, in the private markets, it's been increasing its valuation like 60% a year. Yeah.
0: The, and they the keep co-
1: executing. Incredible technology. And they, they move technology. into
0: defense. They've been, speaking of working with the, with the government, they, they've been moved, getting, they grabbed that defense department contract, which they had never moved into that gang of, like, crooks, well, you know speaking what? of real crooks.
1: But the winner there is NASA and the defense department because what they're yeah. doing, they're taking advantage of the cheap capital being afforded by the public market's excitement around space. And they're saying, yeah. okay, you build our capsule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I... It, it, it there's a very good uh, there's a wonderful outcome of all the the excitement around space and that is our our government agencies are getting access to that cheap capital indirectly.
0: Yeah, yep. it should be interesting. I think it, I think it's exciting. I don't know about off Twitter and his game his game something he just likes to wade into this stuff and be the golden. Yeah, it was god one word, but it, it
1: sent the stock screaming. Yeah, I he think about sixty percent. He loves. He
0: loves- Jetting up all his base and stuff like that, so. but you
1: know, there's something, there's something here. To it goes back. I've been obviously been thinking a lot about this, but you know that uh, Professor Cipolo's, uh quadrants, where you have one access that is good for society, one that is good for yourself. Intelligent people do good things for society that are good for themselves stupid people do things that are bad for themselves and bad for society and then they they call them the helpless or artists people who Mm -hmm. do good things for society but don't but it's bad for them Mm -hmm. and then there's the bandits people who do bad things for society but good things for themselves you might say okay mark zuckerberg is a bandit you could say Andy Jassy, if you wanted to be kind, or Tim Cook, are the intelligent, good for the world, mm-hmm. good for themselves. People would describe the mob that overran the Capitol as the stupid, bad for themselves, and bad for society. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of these billionaires who have been and some Congress people, quite frankly, ranging mm-hmm. from AOC and Ted Cruz, who have been posing for the millennial cameras and saying that this is this movement is wonderful around uh, the Wall Street, Wall Street bets movement, and maybe it's a new way to value stocks. I generally don't think they believe that. I think that, that we're gonna look back and say, should you have been egging them on and mm, telling them, that, saying things publicly? Uh, w- because I think, I, I, I can't look into their heart, but these are very intelligent people that understand capital formation. Mm-hmm. And I think you gotta think, okay, do you, really, mm. do you really think that this is a movement and that they're, what they're doing is ultimately gonna be good for them? And, I don't uh, think they
0: think, Scott. I think you give them enormous amounts of credit. <laughs> you know, I think they just like the reaction. They like the applause. They like, you know, I think they're winning. all trying
1: to grab the millennial vote. <laughs> uh,
0: why would they? I think they aren't. I think they just, the, the, a lot of these people are, 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 intuitive, like reactive people, all of the people you mentioned, all are, do not think as much as they should, given their Ready, fire, aim. <laughs> yep, exactly. All of them, they have that in common. I hate to say they're like Ted Cruz and I don't think a Ted Cruz and AOC are like, I think she's like run the circles around him in so many ways. But, um, but I th- think it's interesting, but we have to move on. We have we to do. move on. We have okay. to move on. We're going to take a listener mail anyway. Elon will be fine. Him and Jeff will do the battle for the skies, and we'll and all of us will benefit hopefully in some way, unless they rain down. Would you? Something. Well, let
1: me ask you this: Would you what? pay a quarter of a million? No. I'm only no. doing, okay, not even a quarter of a million. Would you pay ten no. grand to go into space? No. Would you go into no. space?
0: I have no interest in it. Hundred percent.
1: No. I'm with you. 100%. Let's not go to space together. You and never me.
0: in a million years. Yeah. But I didn't bungee jump when everyone else was doing it. Anyway, okay. moving on. Let's take a listener mail question
1: you've got you've got i can't believe i'm gonna be a mailman you, you've got mail hi guys really big
0: fan of you, yourself Kara, and of course um too scott my question is around facebook uh full disclosure i have been working at facebook two and a half years it's the first job coming up university for me um they've been great employers but because i also love tech and i love listening to you i speak um and other thought leaders in this field i've noticed there's been you know a lot of um negative feedback on the brand overall since i joined even and i was just kind of wondering do you guys have any positive uh, sort of sentiment towards facebook uh do you think
1: we still have a role to play in the world if not why i'd love to hear it thank you
0: Oh, Sahil. He's a, she's a, he's a really big fan of mine, and you too, Scott. That's my favorite part of this entire Oh, and you. Oh, you. And It's you, like that. Over okay, there.
1: by the way, I, I just <laughs> want to point out that Roy, Representative Kana goes on to Twitter and says, It was great being on pivot with the inimitable, incredibly thoughtful Chris uh, Swisher. Thoughtful and then you know, he said, And Scott, and Scott too. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott too. That's All our right. new thing. And thanks Scott for too. The, <laughs> thanks for the big wet kiss there, Representative. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was literally like his his press agent said. You didn't oh wait, kills you, like yeah. you have to mention <laughs> you, that guy too. You have to mention that guy. he would
0: actually kill CEOs like I do. That's why. He is listen, literally
1: like, listen, Sahil, have. I, I have. Representative. I have a, this
0: is just a regular guy who feels the same way, Scott. This is yeah. how it's going to go for you. Listen to me. I
1: think that's a Scottish accent. Uh, Hello. No, I don't think so. That Scottish? No,
0: it's not. He's no, no. Anyway, I'm not even going to go into it with you. That's why they you know say. What? You're and you are being
1: very do. unloving to me today. <laughs> you are being hostile. You were late. You were late, and I late, have things to like, do. Like, let's get going. I'm it's like, oh, it's like whenever. Uh, anyways, oh, huh?
0: there's not enough hugs in the world. Speaking of of hugs in the world, uh, no, Got I don't to start have any investing positive investing in our relationship. I will start try. Investing. I will try. Listen. I don't can't Sahil. Can you think of something positive about Facebook, Scott? I like you know, Instagram sometimes. It's not
1: just about forgiving me; it's about forgiving yourself. All right, let's <laughs> talk
0: about Facebook. Instagram is fun sometimes, and I like the ads. I don't know what to say, Sahil. Okay,
1: it's, I it, had two no. thoughts hearing that question. The first, Go ahead. Was, the first was, did he have to clear this through the eight hundred person no. information bureau that is Facebook to ask this question? <laughs> no. And they're like, is there a way you could make Cheryl seem more likable when you ask the question? Anyways. Uh, I look Facebook. Uh, let's be honest. I, I think Facebook is a net of all the big tech. Yeah. Uh, most of them are a net good for society. The problem is with the word net that we net. think, well, if they're net good, let's leave them alone. No, we should regulate them. Uh, yeah. Google can be a, is a net good. Amazon's mm-hmm. a net good, Apple's a net good. We just need to go in and take away a lot of the external yeah. of bad. Yeah. I think Facebook is unique and that is, I believe, on balance in aggregate is a net negative for the world.
0: That is a good way of putting it, Scott.
1: And but that's not to mean there isn't tremendous value and opportunity that couldn't be unlocked if if <laughs> Quite frankly, is they had He's an asking. entirely different company or li- different leadership.
0: What would they do? What? How could they be good? Because I think the the business plan, I- I- engagement and enragement are the thing that is most important there. I think it's hard to figure out a different way to do it. And they they you, they, they just things pop up. Even the best intentions, you get this crap, and mm, they don't yeah. always have. I the, think the,
1: you've bought into the narrative that oh, they're trapped to they're trapped. They're forced to be evil people. No, they're not. These no, algorithms. No, these algorithms of amplification. They can change it.
0: They can change it.
1: They could, they could move to subscription. They could take WhatsApp independent and have it mm-hmm. be the new collaborative tool. WhatsApp should have been s- 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 basically um, Teams and Slack and TikTok, I don't think, would have gotten any oxygen had WhatsApp been an independent company. I think you would have seen a lot more, a lot more innovation from WhatsApp if You're they kept correct. the leadership there and kept it independent. I am wrong.
0: You are correct.
1: Look, there's enormous. It's like at, at Star Wars. I see good in you. I see the light. Facebook, we see the light in you. You've got to get, you've got to get Cersei and Daenerys off the fucking Iron <laughs> Throne. You've got to Are get you Zuckerberg.
0: Women again, as usual. They weren't the worst characters, were they? Cersei. Cersei?
1: Um, no, Cersei she was is pretty she bad. She was
0: poignant. She was poignant. Powerful,
1: were... a powerful, powerful female leadership role on TV. Yeah. She was. Yeah. I think she Sorry. was a great role, a great yeah. role model. She was very good. In any
0: case, there is things. You're right. Facebook could do a lot of things. I, I had, recently did an interview with Kevin Roos about this, who has been a great uh, Facebook critic, also uh, in a lot of ways, very uh, damning of Facebook. Two things. One is he's. You, they can change the algorithm any time, and it gets better. Just like knocking President Trump. Off That's of right. Twitter. Second thing is, and they can do it, and they've done it, they've done it, and they've changed it back, and it and it shows positive things. And the other one that Alex Stamos, Stamos, who we've had on the on the podcast many times, the, the thing that he said is that they have all these people they hire about civic engagement and better community, and then they let the growth team take over. No matter what, they don't, why hire them at all if they're going to let the growth team make decisions? Would and,
1: Alex Stamos be an interesting CEO? No. No, he strikes me as very likable and thoughtful. He
0: is, he, he, his project. But I think he made the good point. It's like, they have those people there, they just ignore them. And you know mm-hmm. that, any you know about those organizations where they bring in a person who's supposed to make things better and give them no power. What's all the diversity that people, like stuff like well, it's that. optics. Is,
1: They're brought in exactly. for optics.
0: Yeah, but give them like no when power. Facebook
1: brings in Ken Chanal under their board and Ken Chanal's like, no, I'm not no. going to be involved in this if you're not going to yeah. listen to me.
0: Yep, exactly. So, so, uh, so, I so, want to make the you know, world what, a better place. What, and if you're not going to let me, we're going to finish this up. What thing, what would you advise young employees of Facebook to interact? How would you advise them to interact by leaving?
1: Look, uh, it's it's easy to be generous and righteous with other people's livings. I think yep. people who work at Facebook, it's, uh, it's an incredible opportunity for them. Their first obligation is to develop economic security for them and their families. I have no beef with people who work at Facebook, but I think a lot of them are coming to, the, to their own conclusion that. Time after time, there always seems to be an excuse for not doing the right thing. Yeah. And it's not a collective decision. It's a decision made by made by Mark Zuckerberg. There's a reason why the majority of the senior leadership, other than Cheryl, kind of drop like flies. And I think well, a lot of them just they say. Don't.
0: There's, they don't. A lot of those people stay too. Just, well, whenever
1: they acquire a company, it seems like the founders end up yes, leaving. Yes,
0: yes, the, the founders do. The old employees are still there around
1: him. Well, they have options that are probably, it's probably hard to leave at this point. Look, I don't. I I, you. Everyone has to make a conscious decision around where they work. The people that worked at Exxon were good people. The people who worked at Ultra were good people. But you are working. There's just no getting around it. You're working for a company. Social media in itself is 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 addictive. It's like nicotine. Pinterest is addictive. You know, uh, uh, Snap is addictive. But the shit that gives you cancer mm. is these algorithms of amplification in the ad model. Yeah. And and Facebook is giving our society cancer. So you well, work for a cigarette The stock company. is
0: so high. It's really like they, they, the minute another CEO comes in and starts throttling this back, they're going to get attacked. So that, that's the issue. They've got to have Mark do it. Mark has to say, you know what? I run this place. I don't really care. Well, like but I work on,
1: He has I, that's what. that's what's so upsetting is that he, he has the power He does he wants to put stakeholders it. over shareholders because it's a dual class the whole the whole uh, let's go back to dual class shareholder companies which are yeah. a violation of governance it said it's not one person one vote it's everything matters it's kremlin governance everything matters until there's something i don't like and i get to decide so it's not yeah. real governance it's total yeah. It, the Ford, and by the way, the Ford family does it with six percent of the company; they get to control it. The Sulzbergers get to control the New York Times with fifteen percent of the company. It was originally the initial, the initial justification yep. for why corporate governance should be Kremlin-like governance, is that media is so important, so important that we shouldn't be subject to the vagaries and short-term needs of people yeah. who might come in and say, "I don't like the way you're talking." about about you know war in Iraq I'm going to take you over and I'm going to influence you we were supposed to be it was supposed to be they pitched it as a a protection for a net good for society and guess what it's backfired it's now a yep. net bad he yep. he could he could say these amplifications say algorithms of amplification are bad. We need to dramatically change our business model. And by the way, it's going to cost a shit ton of money and our shares are going to get cut in half, but I have a vision yeah. for this. And he could do it, he, he doesn't, could do he it. it. He
0: doesn't think it. I'm going I, 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 <laughs> to, Sahil, we don't have any answers for you. You should <laughs> go to another comp Go to, Eddie Jassy's a really cool guy. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, all right, Scott, one more quick break. I got to go soon, I got things to do. We'll be back for predictions. Okay, Scott, you gotta do a short one. I got I got some things to do today that 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 uh, that that I gotta to get to. You so, need to be more pred- loving towards your co-host. Today is not a loving day. I'll call you, you later and I'll be nice to you on the phone. I'll send you like <clears throat> I need cookies
1: that. You know I need that. You know okay. I like it, right. I need it.
0: So <laughs> prediction time fast, because Kara Swisher's got somewhere to go.
1: Uh, okay, so GameStop is reattaching to the fundamentals. And ah. the this time last week when we said, and I believe our exact words were, these people were going to get smoked.
0: They are getting smoked.
1: Uh, uh, it peaked exactly seven days ago. The stock was at 476, it peaked, and now I believe it opened at 71 this morning.
0: So, no tendies, as they well, say. Well, specialty no
1: retail, whether it's, you could argue, Best Buy is big box, but Williams-Sonoma, Restoration Hardware, Abercrombie & Fitch, Urban Outfitters, generally trade somewhere between 0.2 and 1 times revenues. Uh, Game stock, uh, so my prediction is very straightforward. Uh, the, the GameStop is reattaching to the fundamentals and within mm-hmm. – Two weeks is going to be trading somewhere between 25 and 50 bucks a share. The reattachment is happening. And also, everybody, everybody posing again for millennial cameras says this is a new era of investing. No, it's not. The best regulator in the world, the best Mm -hmm. regulator in the world are the pain from mistakes. And there's tremendous informal regulation going on right now. Mm-hmm. All the attacks I was getting because I didn't get it, and I was a a boomer protecting my hedge fund buddies, and I mm-hmm. was crying because of my losses, none of which were true. And all of a sudden, it just Ooh, went dark. It just went dark. Because you know what's happening? You know what? what's happened? A bunch of people said, hold the line, you know, storm the castle so yeah. they could get rich. And there is so much pain out there right now, and this thing is reattaching to the fundamentals, and it's going to be 25 to 50 bucks. And they say it's a new era in investing. No, it's not, because guess what? Let me step
0: in. Here's what's new. I'm going to step in. I'm going to step in your thing. In some cases, there's always going to be a short squeeze kind of company situation. And and this shows that people can do this on certain stocks. But these short squeezes are very – not rare, but they're not – What's really matters is the fundamentals and making – if you're interested in investing, I think it's a great thing. And I think more people should be investing, not just rich Agreed. people, not just – Investing, and so, though. Define so investing. So do <laughs> research. Pick companies. Make good decisions and stop playing the speculation game. Like, I get that you want a part of this stupid part of Wall Street, but the casino part and the speculation part is it makes nothing, it creates nothing, it doesn't help people, it doesn't give people jobs, it's just a lot of bullshit. And so you can play that game, but when you play that game, you're going to get burned one way or the other, or you're not. Like, it does, you're either screwing someone or being screwed. And so... I don't understand why people want to play that game in any way that's productive to society. So it's fine that more people are involved. And if you want to do this thing, but you are going to really, if you don't time it right, if you don't do the right thing and you think it's an emotional thing, it's all about money for most of the people that are playing
1: it. That's right. And And, speaking of money, here's what the research shows. 80% Mm -hmm. of day traders lose money. And we know what it comes right down to. It's very simple. The more you trade... The more money you lose. Yeah. What percentage of people who have invested in a, a number of stocks and left them in there for twenty years have lost money? No. Zero. Yeah. Zero. It's it's exactly what Warren Buffett said. It's not timing the market. It's time in the market. Not as much fun. Not as yeah. much fun. But investing is about finding good companies or even just buying the indices, low cost, low cost indices. It's your investment strategy, quite frankly. It's putting money away and uh, putting things away and not thinking about it. The biggest mistakes I've made in investing were one, getting into this day trading phenomena for about a week with iOmega, but it was a great lesson for me because it happened Mm -hmm. early. And I sold, I bought Netflix at $12 a share. That's the good news. It's at 550. I sold it at 10 to like take a tax loss or something and never bought it back. Put, find good companies, put them away. And then if you love trading, if you really love the markets, Go you to know, Las Vegas. Well, not, uh, not if it's, if it's DOPA-HIT, you get but, free drinks. But recognize that DOPA-HIT costs money, but if you love the markets, and I get the sense a lot of these people really love the markets, then try and get some certification and some training and go into the industry and get armed yeah. with great research and armed with supercomputers. I do think one of the positive outcomes here is that a lot of young people have been inspired by the markets, and the markets are a wonderful way to make a living. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking to make money, if you're looking yes. to invest, Boy, uh, uh, 80% eighty yeah. percent of day traders lose money. And that's yeah. what these people this are is, learning a very hard lesson about. This is around.
0: a game. It, this is a game and it is a tough game and it's a nasty game. And again, I, my focus is like you're not helping anybody. You're helping yourself. And I'm glad that some people made money and are able to pay for their parents' rent. There's a lot of cool stories like that out there. And screwing the man, sure, that's great. That's great. But this is not the real power lies in ownership of really great companies creating jobs, et cetera. It doesn't this is just this is just like anything else that's like gambling. It's fine. I like gambling. I, I do it myself, but it's fun. I right? know I know what it is. It's fun, I know but what no it no,
1: you're probably gonna no it It's consumption.
0: Yep, it's, it's consumption, fun. and there's nothing so, wrong with that. And if you learn, but we, I and, support the the idea, and I do think a lot of those those short sellers need to be kicked in the teeth. I love watching them being kicked in the teeth. Well, that was because, fun, no doubt about yeah.
1: it. And if there's any yeah. regulation, it should be yeah. across all the hedge funds that have been trying to pull this shit for the yes. last twenty or thirty yes. years. Yes, I don't want
0: like, we don't like them anymore. So, but we don't like you either in that regard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who's screwing who? It doesn't.
1: Anyways, anyway, so you ask for a prediction? My prediction yeah, is GameStop right. stock within. Within but it's already happening. In, within two one. weeks will be between twenty-five and fifty bucks a share. Okay. And everyone posing from the millennials cameras has said this is a new approach to investing. So many people for every yeah, story that's been publicized about someone give, you know paying off their mortgage, Yeah, there's more stories about someone who got egged on and, and thought they were them. part of a movement and didn't understand yeah. the, the technology and the technicals of this stock and went in and got smoked. And I think the lesson here is going to uh, – the regulation, the informal regulation that's going to happen here in the market dynamics are that the the warriors who will hold the line and take a spear in yeah. the chest for you, the bandit, the person trying to make money off of them, those yeah. people are going to rethink it the next time. Yeah. And I just don't think not. you're going to see the same level. I don't think you're going to see as many what I'll call we'll see. crowd squeezes.
0: We'll see. We'll see. It's interesting. It sure is interesting. That's all I have to say. Okay, Scott. That's the show. Rebecca. I'm sorry if I wasn't nice yep. to you, but yeah, I really seriously. do bring No, don't even Come start You Like if someone's even slow shows you one like says, Oh, you're late, you get like, Oh, you're hurting my feelings. Come on. Come on. Come
1: on. Gotta start investing in the relationship. <laughs> I don't want to. Start. I'm, gonna,
0: I'm short squeezing our relationship. That's what I'm saying. You know,
1: Kara, this is the real <laughs> question. Are you angry at me or are you angry at yourself?
0: I'm never angry are at you
1: myself. Angry at yourself. <laughs> I
0: am literally never angry at myself.
1: So, the, there's actually, I'm being serious for a moment, one of the what? keys yeah. to living a happy, rewarding life is yeah. not only bringing forgiveness to others, because in every relationship, both parties will at some point screw up, is bringing mm. forgiveness, but also, also bringing forgiveness to yourself. At the end of life, <laughs> at the end of life, you know <laughs> what people's <laughs> biggest regrets are? What? Well, that they hadn't invested more in the relationships, yep. that they hadn't lived the life that they wanted to live instead of what society wanted them live. Yeah. to live, okay. and also, they wish, they wish they'd been more forgiving of themselves. They wish they'd been less hard on themselves. So be less I'm hard on hard. yourself and I'm love to go. i on myself. Love to go. <laughs> I,
0: I love myself. Dude, love. I'm fine on all those things. I'm good. I'm good.
1: You're angry. You're being mean to yourself. <laughs> you're, being, you're being mean to yourself. Okay, no, today's Scott. episode. Uh, all right. That's the episode. show.
0: Go to New York Magazine, no, NYMag.com slash pivot to submit your question for the podcast. The link is also in our show notes. Scott, I am leaving you right now. I got to go. I got to go do something. All right. I I, you know, I adore you, Scott. In, Bring in, forgiveness. In, but Bring largely forgiveness. it's because of, uh, because of major uh, mental issues I have. That's why I like you. Anyway, read us out.
1: Today's show was produced by Rebecca Sinanis. Ernie Todd engineered this episode. Thanks also to Hannah Rosen and Drew Burrows. Make sure you've subscribed to the show on Apple Podcasts, or if you're an Android user, check us out on Spotify, or frankly, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you liked our show, please recommend it to a friend. Thanks for listening to Pivot from New York Magazine and Vox Media. We'll be back next week for a breakdown of all things tech and business. Life is not about what happens to you. It's about how you react to what happens to you. Forgive yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself.